This is Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole, with your host Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Sue and Cole provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here with the financial information you need are Sue and Cole. Good morning, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. My name is Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management, and as always, I'm joined by Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions, as well as our co-host, Tony Shore. Now, listeners, at any time during the show, if you want to get a little bit more information about today's topic, feel free to give us a call at 715-355-4445, or visit us online at retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewith bushka b-u-s-k-a dot com now, uh, of course, while you're at the website, be sure to go over to the radio page, and there you can check out uh, this show. You can listen to it again if you missed anything. You can also go back and check out some of the past shows that we have uh, uh, set up on the website there. You can also subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify now, which is pretty cool. That'll keep you up to date with the most recent episodes as they become available. And also, uh, on the website, you can check out our TV page, because, of course, if you weren't aware, Sue and I host a weekly TV program uh, in the Wassa area on Channel 9 at uh, 10 a.m. every Sunday morning. And uh, over in the Eau Claire area, that airs on the CW every Sunday afternoon at 12 o'clock noon. So be sure to check that out as well. And if you'd like to uh, check out some of the past episodes that we've aired, you can also check those out on our website. Now, uh, before we get into the topic for today, uh, of course, we want to welcome in our co-hosts, Sue and Tony. Tony, how's it going today? Well, I'm glad you asked, Cole, because this past week, my kids, when I was working, while I was at work, I had to work on a Saturday, I was off doing some things, you know, making money for the family, and what what do my wife and two girls do? They went to the Humane Society and came home with a kitten. Oh, boy. (laughs) Uh, And let me just say, uh, it's not uh, one kitten. It's a kitten to add to our three other cats. (laughs) So I feel like, and and of course, the... (laughs) <laughs> and of course, the kitten is special needs. It's missing one foot. Oh no! So we're now we're now like a pet rescue. <laughs> we have all these pets. But that's so nice. So it is nice. Although I am moving to Canada and not leaving a forty. <laughs> <laughs> Taking off that and is, leaving them all behind. That is huh? part of the plan. No, it's not. And it's a cute cat. We were going to name it. It's so cute. We were going to name it Cole, no, but then we course. decided. We decided not to. It's special needs. I didn't want to do that to you, Cole. So uh, we named we named it Carlos. It, it actually Carlos. came with the name Carlos, and it is the cutest little thing. So really, it's been a good week. It's just a, a little stressful having a a kitten that has to be taken care of and make sure the other pets get along with it. Uh, other than that, I'm doing great. How about you guys, Sue? What have you been doing? Have you adopted any pets recently? <laughs> no, I haven't actually. Um, no, just been busy. You know, weekends come and go pretty quick and it's yeah, uh, fall wet weather and 
I, yeah. I really enjoy it, though. I'm more of a fall person than I am a hot summer person. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I like I like both as long as it's not. I don't like the cold and snow. If the winter no. holds right. off, I'm, I'm, no. I'm good. No. How about you, Cole? What are you doing? Oh, pretty good. You know, just enjoying the first full week of fall here, as uh, Sue mentioned. Uh, I'm not too happy about what follows it, but uh, weather's been holding out pretty well. So I'm, I'm not, not sad about that. It can stay, you know, 65, 75 degrees all year round for all I care. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. And you know what? I'm excited to, to be here with you and Sue because uh, I want to expand my knowledge about personal finances, as you guys help me do each and every week on the show. Uh, and it's great to be here with you. Thanks for having me on. Um, so we're talking about uh, some, what are we talking about today, by the way? Yeah, we're talking today about tips to reduce spending. And you know, a lot of personal financial advice can be lumped into two phrases, either spend less and saved, save more. And often financial experts focus either on what could have been saved or what's been spent. But today we're going to focus on the positive. Today's episode looks at a group of Americans who have recently cut their spending. And that group is larger than you think, Tony. Well, yeah, and I like focusing on the positive. That's good. So where do we start with all this? Well, we're going to start, as we always do, by mentioning our source for the information that's fueling today's discussion. Uh, so for da- today, the data comes from a July 2019 article from Motley Fool, actually, and it's called 33% of Americans slashed their spending last year. Here's how you can do it. Now, we'll look at each of these three tips from the article in depth. But first, uh, what are some of the reasons that people might be looking to cut back on expenses? Hmm, uh, That's a good question. I can imagine that the possibilities are nearly endless. I can think of a few. Uh, what do you think, Cole, and what does that article say? Well, the reasons cited in the article were a loss of job or income, newly acquired debt, and fear of possible future downturn in the economy. Now, it's likely that you've encountered some, if not all, of these scenarios and motivations. And even if you're lucky enough to avoid these factors, these tips can still be valuable for your personal financial situation. I see. Uh, You know, uh, hopefully a lot of our listeners out there aren't dealing with any of those difficult circumstances, Uh, but it happens to the best of us. uh, Just in case, what's the first tip? Well, Tony, the first tip in the article is follow a budget. Now, I'll add that for many people, a preliminary step would be creating a budget in the first place. Now, you can easily create a budget by looking through your recent bank and credit card statements. Now, some of your monthly expenses will be pretty obvious and because you know what your rent or your mortgage costs. Um, And then there's car or student loan payments, and they're likely to be consistent every single month, but what are you spending on dining out, for instance, and what does your daily coffee add up to each week or month? Now, these questions can help you identify your categorized spending. So once you've identified these categories, you can begin to create your budget. Now, this will allow you to find the areas where you can reduce your spending. Right, and it's amazing how these daily expenses can quickly add up to a large amount over the course of maybe a month or a year, isn't it? Well, it really is, Tony. And, you know, spending that sometimes doesn't seem as big can take up a large part of our budget. You know, the big expenses like car loan payments, rent or mortgages are easy to notice, but there's a chance that you're spending just as much in other categories that you don't pay as much attention to. 
Uh, think about things like subscriptions that automatically renew. These are always something that we advise our clients and friends and family to really keep an eye on. Uh, think about are you still using that app or that service that you paid for last year or you bought into last year? And even if you deleted it months ago, it's possible that you're still being charged for access that you aren't currently using. Uh, also think about gyms and entertainment services like uh, cable and uh, direct TV and things like that. They all often have introductory periods and those periods can end and then your costs can really skyrocket. And, and for some people, they don't even realize that that happens. Now, even if you've already established a budget, it's a really good practice to review your statements and watch for any irregularities in billing. Yeah, and that's a great idea. I'm sure there are surprising transactions in almost everyone's monthly expenses. I know I've caught a few. It's best to be alert just in case. Well, it really is. I mean, you know, with uh, even in my own situation, I noticed that <laughs> about a week ago, I sat down and went through all of my, you know, monthly app subscriptions. And there were a couple of them that I'm not using anymore, you know, music streaming services and different things like that. And so it's easy to miss. Yeah, I know that uh, you finally noticed that uh, reoccurring 1999. Uh, charge to Tony Shore each month. <laughs> <laughs> right. And by uh, 19 mean $1,999? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> I'm hoping you didn't cancel that one. Uh, <laughs> well, that one's off the list, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and seriously, though, good tips for cutting spending. And now let's take a quick break. But before we do, let our listeners know about the special offer you have and how they can get a hold of you. Well, budgeting isn't always the easiest thing to do, and, and especially when you're getting ready for retirement, it is an extremely important part of your overall plan. So if you find yourself struggling with you know how much you actually spend on a monthly basis and you're not really sure where to start, we have a really great budget worksheet that we provide to all of our uh, prospective clients and clients of our firm that they can use to start to get a handle on what those monthly expenses really look like. So to get, a, uh, get your hands on a copy of that, give us a call right now at 715-355-4445 or visit our website at retirewithbushka.com. All right, listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole after this. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Bushka Retirement Solutions at 715-355-4445 or visit retirewithbushka.com to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. Retirement today looks much different than it has in the past. Market volatility, low interest rates, and the rising cost of healthcare have left more of a burden on individuals than ever before. But it doesn't have to. New Generation Retirement Planning offers a holistic approach to preparing for your golden years. This five-step process allows you to explore the key areas that we believe are fundamental to successful retirement planning. You'll be confident knowing that you have been given careful consideration to asset allocation and risk, income planning, legacy planning, and tax strategies. You are invited to a complimentary dinner and workshop to learn how you can utilize this holistic approach to retirement planning. For times, location, and to reserve your seat at one of these workshops, call Bushka Retirement Solutions at 715-355-4445. That number again is 
855-455-4445. And welcome back to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host, Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. And today we've been talking about cutting back on spending and you've given us some great tips in that first segment, Sue and Cole, from that July 2019 article from The Motley Fool. And you touched on how making a budget could impact uh, our spending and help us find areas to reduce our spending. And I really like how you mentioned, you know, making a shopping list and stick to the list. I know I've fallen, uh, you know, into that trap of impulse buying. Uh, I've struggled with that. Uh, what's another tip from the article? Another tip to reducing your excess spending is to avoid spending for fun. Now, for most Americans, shopping falls into two categories. There's necessities and entertainment. Now, necessities rarely provide an opportunity for savings, but entertainment might be an area to cut back on. Now, in modern life, online shopping has become extremely easy and convenient, and I know my case it is. And uh, maybe a little bit too easy and convenient. We've all yeah. been there. You yeah. Know, we yep. come home in the 10 boxes from Amazon or yeah, something. Right, on the yeah, right. And exactly. we can't quite remember exactly what we ordered. Yeah. <laughs> now, remember, though, shopping only for essentials online can help cut back on some of your spending activity. Now, browsing or window shopping can be fun, but it's a real dangerous temptation. Um, so replacing your window shopping time with a novel or newspaper can really help you avoid spending temptations. Yeah, those new newspaper ads just aren't quite as tough. <laughs> not quite. No, no that's And true. not as easy to act upon. Yeah. Well, I believe we have one more tip from that Motley Fool article then, right? Well, that's right, Tony. And uh, the, the last tip from the article uh, we'll cover and then we'll turn our attention to another source. Uh, but the final tip mentioned is to hide your credit cards. Now, this bit of advice has been popular in recent discussions about personal finances. And I've even read some outlandish suggestions to avoid using your credit cards, things like locking them away or giving them to a partner or a third party for safekeeping or literally freezing them inside of a block of ice. But <laughs> no matter what types of steps you take to avoid using them, reducing your credit card spending can be extremely valuable. Interest charges on those credit cards can quickly compound and eat away at even more of your income over the course of time. Wow. Freezing your credit cards in a block of ice. I mean, I remember freezing things in ice cubes as a kid in the freezer, but that seems extreme. The thought is that you can't use it until it melts, so that gives you more time to reconsider the expense. Now, that might be an extreme example, but almost nothing should be out of the question when it comes to managing your spending. Now, in fact, we're now going to turn our attention to another resource from MotleyFool.com and this is a study that was actually published in March of 2019, and it's called The Most Wasteful Spending Habits Among Americans. Now, this study highlights some of the lowlights of wasteful, wasteful spending. They surveyed more than 1,000 individuals about their spending habits. Now, let's work through these. Perhaps our audience has also been guilty of some of these habits. Well, Sue, I... I'm not sure about the audience, but I'm pretty sure I've been guilty of wasteful spending a time or 12. 
Um, <laughs> I, I really thought that Beanie Baby investment was going to pay off. You know? Oh my gosh, that's so funny you said that because I was just cleaning out my basement and I, from my kids, I just found two huge containers of be- Beanie Babies. <laughs> oh my gosh, well, if they hang still on have the tags them. on them, you should go yeah. on eBay. And so, that, so that's a really good place to start, Tony. So first, let's define what many of the survey respondents considered wasteful spending. The most commonly cited examples included paying too much for certain fees and paying a higher interest rate on financial items. Now, they also included forgetting to return things that don't fit or can't be used. So consuming excess energy was another wasteful habit that was mentioned. Wow. Well, that's see, these are good tips and uh, seem like valid areas of wasteful spending that we should all uh, be looking at. But uh, I don't know. We're going to have to give Cole a minute to calm down before we continue the show because he's still excited about the news that you found his ba- Beanie Baby collection. <laughs> I, I almost from jumped his, out of my chair. <laughs> from his youth. My Wait, ship has come in. you didn't get rid of in. those, did you? You didn't get rid of those, did you? No, I'm sure, no. <laughs> I'm sure they weren't useful. Um, well, uh, some of them might have been. You never know. That's <laughs> true. Uh, but are, are these the most common areas from that survey? Well, the most common waste of money was throwing out leftovers or expired food. Now, nearly 70% of the survey's respondents said that they frequently engaged in this particular habit. Now, this aligns with the United States Department of Agriculture estimate that in the United States, 30 to 40% of the total food supply is wasted. The USDA also reported that food waste is the single largest component that goes into public landfills. So food waste really is a national challenge. Yeah, I've heard that too. It is terrible. I mean, up to 40% of the total food supplies thrown out or wasted. Right. Uh, that's not good. So what other habits popped up as the most common wastes of money? Well, some of the other habits that made the top 10 uh, included frequenting fast food restaurants, buying overpriced beverages, and of course the famous impulse buying. Now, in their blog, What Motivates Impulse Buying on psychologytoday.com, it says that some individuals possess a personality trait called impulse buying tendency, which makes it easier to give in to that temptation. Now, this often can lead to buyer's remorse. And this ironically brings unhappiness, which is often the very feeling the impulse buyer was attempting to avoid. So is there any way that somebody can try to avoid that impulse buying habit then? Well, impulse buying now and then in moderation can be harmless, but if you find yourself consistently falling into this temptation, or if you feel that you want to avoid it in certain situations, the article from Psychology Today suggests asking yourself this question. Did I plan to buy this or did I get the urge to buy it just now? Now, if this purchase wasn't a part of an established plan, isn't on your shopping list or part of your budget, you can probably chalk it up to an impulse buying temptation. So, Sue, basically what you want to tell people is do as I say, not as I do. Correct. That's exactly. I'm just kidding, Sue. Exactly. I'm kidding. Uh, But it is a good uh, question to consider when you're tempted to make a purchase. Uh, Now, our time is coming to an end for this segment. We have to take another quick break. Do you have anything you want to add, Cole, before we do? Well, of course, this has been a great topic so far today, and I think that uh, the listeners for our show have gotten some good information through this, but maybe they want to get a little bit more information in an uh, educational setting. They can give us a call at 715 355 
888-444-4445 or visit our website at retirewithbushka.com to register for our, one of our upcoming educational workshops. Uh, we hold about an hour to an hour and 10 minute presentation a couple of times a month throughout the area. Uh, and we do that at different venues all the time. So be sure to check out our website on the events page uh, at retirewithbushka.com. There you can see some of the topics that we're talking about. We, we have both retirement planning workshops as well as Medicare uh, workshops. So some good information to check out. Of course, those are all complimentary, no obligation whatsoever. And, uh, and you can again register on retirewithbushka.com and click on events or give us a call at 715-355-4445 to find out about upcoming events in your area. All right. Thanks. And we'll be right back with more about spending and waste after these messages here on Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Bushka Retirement Solutions, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. Give us a call at 715 715- 355-4445 or retirewithbushka.com to get your copy. And welcome back to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And of course, our hosts are here, Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. And uh, in our last segment, you were talking about that study from Motley Fool, Wasteful Spending Habits Among Americans, and uh, some of the top reasons for waste. Uh, were impulse buying and food waste, two biggies. And for the listeners just joining us, uh, you can download this episode, go back and listen to it if you missed any, or listen to other episodes on topics you might be interested in or need some uh, educational advice on uh, at the website, retirewithbushka.com. That's a great reminder, Tony. Thank you. Now, we do cover a lot of information in each episode uh, of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole, and those downloads really provide the opportunity to review some of these topics in a little bit more, uh, uh, in a little bit more detail and clarity. Uh, now, turning back to our source for today, one of uh, the additional examples of wasteful spending from the survey is paying excessive fees or unnecessary interest. Now, credit cards are often a big part of our personal economies. However, when was the last time you took the time to compare credit card interest rates and fees? Are you sure you have the best card for your particular spending habits? Many credit cards have reward programs, frequent flyer mile accumulation, or even cash back options. And it could be possible that your credit cards aren't providing the best benefits for your spending habits. Yeah, taking that opportunity to maximize your credit card rewards, good idea. And some of them have great benefits. It could be a valuable change in spending habits. Uh, Why not take it full advantage of those options as long as you're paying that card off each month? That's a great point, Tony. And there are so many possibilities out there that can impact your overall financial health. Now, one of the reasons that I wanted to focus on these potential areas of wasteful spending is what can happen when those habits are adjusted. Now, in the survey, respondents were asked what they would do with their money if they wasted less of it. 63% said they'd stress less about their personal financial situation, and more than half felt that they'd better meet their financial responsibilities. And here's the big stuff. 57% said they'd invest or invest more. And 61% said they'd even save more for retirement. 
Hmm, interesting. I think that that's a good good advice. Uh, so these wasteful spending habits are having a direct impact on people's long-term financial goals, right? That's exactly right, Tony. And, you know, think about this. Saving money is difficult, no matter if it's for a rainy day or for a long-term goal like retirement. But there are tools like automatic contributions to a 401k or an IRA that can certainly help. But if you could eliminate some wasteful spending habits, think of how much more money you could save for your financial future. Well, yeah, that would be good by combining ways to slash spending and avoid wasteful spending habits. Obviously, we can save more money and then eventually fulfill our goals, right? Exactly. So let's recap the ways to cut spending from the Motley Fool article we mentioned earlier in the show. The first tip in the article is follow a budget. And as I mentioned before, for many people, a preliminary step would be to create a budget in the first place. Yeah, you said the B word. To a lot of people, that's a bad word, budget. (laughs) I know. But it is so necessary to get your finances in order, and it will save you so much money in the long run and allow you to save more for big things in the future, for that emergency fund, for retirement. So step one, create and follow a budget. Check. And there's tip number two, avoid spending for fun. Uh, Focus on spending on necessities and do your best to avoid spending too much money on entertainment. Again, set an amount for entertainment as part of your budget and then stick to it. That's right, Cole. And the final tip is to cut back on spending is to hide your credit cards. Make them less accessible and build in safeguards. Like I said, freeze them in a block of ice or make sure that you must discuss potential purchases with a partner before you take the leap. Ah, and of course, after cutting spending, you need to try to avoid those areas that commonly result in wasteful spending. That's exactly right. You can impact your personal finances by avoiding wasting money on impulse buying and food waste. You should also avoid excess fees and interest where you can. Uh, slashing your spending and avoiding wasteful excess can be valuable tactics to create additional financial security. And hopefully our discussion about these tips to curb your spending has provided you with some ideas to improve your savings and help you reach your financial goals both today and in the future. All right. Yeah, it's been a great discussion today, but we're almost out of time for today's show. As usual, it just flies by, especially when we have a good topic like this one. A lot of tips to avoid wasteful spending and control our spending. Is there anything else you want to share with us before we go today? Well, just one final reminder for our listeners that, of course, the education doesn't have to stop at the end of our radio program. Of course, we've got our TV program, which you can catch a little later on today, depending on your whether you're in the Wausau and Stevens Point area or if you're in the Eau Claire and Chippewa Falls area. Uh, the Of course, the airtime for Wausau area is uh, 10 a.m. on Channel 9. And uh, in the Eau Claire and Chippewa Falls area, it is on Channel 18.2, the CW, at noon every Sunday. So be sure to tune in for that. And also check out our upcoming educational workshop dates on retirewithbushka.com and click on events or give us a call at 715-355-4445. All right. Sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. That's Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management.
Thank you for listening to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Sue and Cole at Bushka Retirement Solutions and Bushka Wealth Management. Call 715-355-4445 or visit them online at retirewithbushka.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Bushka Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin. Insurance products and services are offered through Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. Bushka Wealth Management, LLC and Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. are affiliated companies. Sue Bushka, Cole Bruner, Bushka Retirement Solutions, LLC and Bushka Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.